try and match Nick's waveform. Oh. <laughs> it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's still try, it's something you think about Try and be as good as Nick. Just try and be better. Just be better. Yeah. <laughs> get good. Podcast get good better, at podcasting. Good. <laughs> Raise your voice. And it's tough because I have an echo of myself in my ear. Yeah, which we can't really avoid. Um, so I have to deal with that for an hour and a half. See, this is why we need a studio because I could get like, I could get like a whole thing where we're not routing the sound through our personal computers. <laughs> How would we do that? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look into it. You need like, you need like a board and also multiple inputs. And why whatever. don't we use your desktop? What is the reason we're not doing that? Um, I didn't want to huddle around there, and it's the same. I, I don't have a nice chair that you could sit in that would put you up at the right level. Sit on your lap. Yeah, you could. <laughs> but that was a great image. So, so this is a whole thing that maybe I'll put in the episode yeah. about <laughs> inside 2v1 podcast. Mm-hmm. Behind the but, scenes. Uh, behind the <laughs> scenes. But uh, welcome. I'm Nick, one of your hosts, joined every week by my friends Josh and Alex, where we talk about video games. Typically, we argue, but sometimes we agree on things. Yes. Rarely. I don't, it Rarely. Last week was good. Yeah. There wasn't a single argument. I don't think there, there were no arguments because we weren't playing anything. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't we didn't have much to talk about. I yeah. could I could get this out of the way real quick. I did finish Blood and Wine last night. Mhm. Just excellent. J- just excellent. Just excellent. We, I think we must the, have had uh, good solo RPG late nights last night. That's what I Yeah, did. I I played the shit out of that yesterday. Yeah, I probably awesome. put in like 5 hours, but um that DLC alone is probably 15 to 20, which is really significant. Mm-hmm. Longer than the majority of most games, games now. Yeah, longer than most games. It, it forced me to go back and do a lot of stuff I didn't do, which was so cool. And I just played that. I loved just playing that game more and more. I'm interested when you start it, Josh, mm-hmm. because the Witcher gear, I told you, I Alex, I, I had to end up basically cheating through the console the PC console where you can type in like add this item or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> I had to give myself a lot of money to craft some of the more specialized stuff because the one thing that's crazy in that game is that you are broke as shit basically the whole game. In all I think of it Witcher. Was opposite for me. What what, Alex? In all of Witcher? For me, I was. Okay. I was broke throughout that whole game. Like it was a struggle to buy things that I wanted the entire game. And yeah. I did everything. I did most that, things. That actually makes me happy though. Just It's really interesting. Every RPG I have an obscene amount of gold at the end and I'm like, well, I right. never use this. Right. Yeah, and you never use it. Yeah. But how did you have a lot? I have no idea, but I'm sure I had a lot. He carried cause... over his Joshua ways into the game and then he just made more money. That's all. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You just... But I I had so much that I respect myself numerous times and that cost a thousand gold each time but that's not a lot a thousand's not a lot but i did it uh, numerous times uh, okay but I, okay so i was gonna put this in perspective okay. the, the witcher gear right there's there's uh four new grandmaster levels yep. in blood and wine grandmaster is the highest it was new for the dlc it probably cost me three hundred thousand oh, plus to build every piece okay so okay, so now that makes sense to josh Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I had to put in a code to do that, and I have no idea how players on consoles accomplish that at all. So, did you do all the side quests in vanilla? I did everything. Okay. I then, did. I did absolutely earned, everything. You earned the right to cheat. 
then. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and the only okay, so the only thing I didn't do, I another thing, more Witcher talk. I, I gave Gwent a fair shake, for sure. I played a lot since starting Blood and Wine. I, I still think the base Gwent in that game is, is kinda boring. Um You're kinda boring. I didn't do all of those quests still. I, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to go back and do all of these Gwent-specific quests where you have to play specific characters and you get on, you get unique cards that I couldn't buy. I, I still couldn't buy those. Wait, they, the... they held them behind the quest. Okay. Um, which is cool. That was a good, good call on the mods part because I think it would break the game. But uh, I had all these Gwent quests left over that I didn't do because I got bored again playing it. <laughs> But you did all of those. I, I still don't think that's a lot of gold. Like, you don't get much gold from doing those. I don't remember. It's been too long. So, I don't know. I I am very curious to see how you handle that when you start playing it. And uh, I'd be curious if any of, any of the listeners play it. Like, how did you pay for it? Because reading forums, people had to cheat on consoles to get all of that Witcher gear. Right. And, and they nerfed that with the patch for this... Uh, that came out like right after the DLC, so you can't really farm gold. In that I don't know game if anymore. the console patch is out yet. The piece it was only oh, PC it might not first. be. Yeah, it might not be. But I wanted to cry at the end of it because I will miss Geralt uh, intensely. <laughs> I'm okay. sad that there's not going to be any more. Um, but I'm still also reading... wonderful to end on that note. Oh, totally. It was a, it was a really nice like appropriate ending the story wasn't as good as hearts of stone but it, it was it was good for sure oh, hearts of stone was so good and it, it blood and wine twists and goes a whole bunch of ways that you don't expect it to it was it was really sweet um and i'm still reading the book so i at least can get my witcher fixed there but totally man am i sad there's no more game yeah i'm i'm pumped to play it i don't know when i'll start it though I'm surprised you haven't yet. I am too. I, but you're, things but you're have been too you're, crazy. You're man. weird. You have too many life things, things happening yeah. that that impacts you playing games. Uh, it does. Cause <laughs> I like I just want to sit down, not worry about anything else, and play. Once, once you get back into your groove, yes, I need to get for back like into a routine. Two months, and then you can move again for a week. Yeah, <laughs> one week. I'll try to stretch it to a month. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, RPG stuff, real quick. I put yeah. in. And this is super simple. I put in probably at least 10 hours since last week into Dragon Age. It's awesome. I'm I'm a huge fan. I got to that person that you talked about, um, Corypheus or whatever. Yep. Love the reappearance. This isn't a spoiler. Love the reappearance of Garrett Hawk. Really I think cool. it'd be okay to spoil things at this yeah, point. Yeah, it anyways. would. I, also, I also don't think there's anything to spoil in Inquisition, as weird the, the, as that Because the story is sort of a non-story. It's, it's a non-story. Yeah. yeah. So... But anyway, yeah, it's it's really great. I'm loving it. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to finishing the podcast so I can continue playing. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good. Did song. Uh, did did you meet him at like a big battle, or have you not done that yet? I met him at Skyhold, like at the stronghold. Corypheus? Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah, I met him at the big battle. I thought you were talking about Garrett Hawk. Okay, part. so you did that. You did that part. Yeah, yeah I remember Corypheus Hawk. There would be a, a, a an issue. <laughs> yeah, D- dude, isn't Skyhold sweet? Skyhold I thought that was, was the coolest thing. And Corypheus himself, I'm I'm very into. I, like yeah. in the the demon villain design. He's just really cool. Yeah, he's cool looking. Will we be seeing it on your game of year list? 
Uh, okay, now let me give everybody a clarification if I didn't talk about this already. Because of the way I play games, I'm going to have probably have a top five. Top five that actually came out in 2016 and top five that I just played that I hadn't played before. So that'll make it because I, I mix really strange games together. You know, <laughs> like having old Metal Gears as my game of the year last year sort of didn't make any sense. So it's no. a work in progress. <laughs> but it doesn't matter either. It also doesn't matter. No. Yeah. For the, for the three people that read them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Us. <laughs> yeah, we, we read our own. Uh, Mighty Number no. 9 came out this week, finally. And got yes. crucified. Yeah. Yes, it has. You called that, Nick? Yep. How long ago, right? Like, oh. the, the minute we saw anything about you it. You said basically. it looked like nothing. Yep. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I think we actually have record of that now yeah. because of the podcast. I seem to remember you hyping it up. That's yeah, what I, I, I did not hype it. I just said I was excited for it. That's true. And there was you there didn't. was good reason to be excited. There for was it. good reason because again, I'm not even a Mega Man fan, and it was until you saw it. The announcement, were. yeah, the announcement. I would have played it, but yep. based on how it looked, I was like, no, this is going to be nothing, and it isn't. Apparently, it's apparently very short too. So it's mm-hmm. not even like it looks like nothing. The gameplay looks very boring, and it's short as hell. And this this Kickstarter raised four million dollars, oh. which is which is so oh. much more than a lot of games. Yeah, okay, es- especially at that level, like an indie game. Yeah, to give you a com- a comparison, there's a video I watched on YouTube of a comparison of Mighty Number no. Nine, which costs millions, compared to Dust and Elysian Tale, which costs ten thousand. Oh my god, which and Dust was awesome. Dust was Absolutely. incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And to give you an idea on time from Mighty Number no. Nine, uh, how long to beat has it at four and a half hours median? Mm. That's that's longer than I. But was wait, hearing. this is the funny part. The credits alone are four hours. Oh long. right. <laughs> yeah, because there were so many backers. Hmm. Four hours of credits. Yeah. Wait, Nuts. that's a real thing. That's yes. a real thing. Because there's so there were so many backers that it has to list all of them, which isn't the game's fault at all. It has no, to do that. It's just yeah, funny, see, like that what? whole thing. Four is hours? Just, yeah, and who cares? Because it's credits. But yeah, well, uh, so Mighty Number no. Nine. None of us have played it, but it does not look promising, and it has bad reviews, not okay reviews. Yeah, it's um, like unanimously yeah, 50s, 50s, 50s exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and before we move on to, um probably what you have in mind, Josh, uh, while we're still on Capcom. I also looked into that Umbrella Core game. Horrible. Oh. What? So, what is that? Okay, because... so, I actually, I was curious. I, I read about it. I watched gameplay. Well, in quotes, gameplay. Um, yeah. So, first of all, what's what's very interesting is it's canon. Which, okay, Like, they have new information in it and stuff, and Wesker is still alive. Does it come after so six? Wait, wait a second. Yes. How is Wesker still alive? <laughs> yes, but then, you know, there are theories that, like, okay, was that a clone in six? And, like, I read sort of an editorial review from one guy. He was trying to be very positive about it, and I liked his spin on it. He was like, how did he go from his cool, calculating demeanor in all of the other games to suddenly a lunatic bent on world domination and destroying everything in six wesker was in six i'm sorry five okay yeah okay i'm getting all the non-entries mixed up yeah 
Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's that's sort of a good point. I'm, I'm going to choose to believe that because that would make me feel one tiny little bit better. But um, it's real subtle stuff, too. Like, sure. I, I think he's he's in the, quotes again, campaign of the game, I think. But um, if that's not what it is, there was there's definitely a reference where if you do certain things in multiplayer matches, like if you do really, really well your your merc will be like what'd you think sir or something like that and he goes and you hear a voice on the comm system and he's like it was satisfactory and it's absolutely wesker like you just know the voice so it's kind of it's kind of fun the way they they wove that in that's uh, really and, that's a really tiny shred of information <laughs> yes exactly so again i can't speak too much of the campaign because i didn't read a whole lot about it um and it, it's just they're just borrowing a name value as usual and right. and be locales like you have these death matches in really cool scenic areas like another spencer-esque mansion uh the resident evil 4 village like the first one that you go to so it's okay it's yeah. cool but the gameplay is awful apparently like it just it feels awful it plays terribly and overall just another dead thing in resident evil franchise and i, I was I was getting a little heated because I, I was reading, you know, <laughs> debates online and everything. And everybody, like, not everybody, but a bunch of people shit on RE fans like me basically saying get over it and everything. And it's like, no, not get over it. Don't put a name, this name on this game, especially when it's a terrible game. Like, if you're just taking it in a different direction, but it's it's a good game, then, you you know, I can't say too much about that. Like, if There's... it's good. There's been at this point, there has been a lot of weird, uh, bad Resident Evil entries. Yeah, yeah, like there and offshoot entries. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, even garbage, I will say, like Operation Raccoon City, I even enjoyed playing that game. It was mm. not anything Resident Evil, it was not a good game, but I enjoyed playing it for some weird reason. So, I'm not totally biased, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give something a chance, but this thing just looks like absolute shit. Um, yeah, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know it matches, came out last week. Yeah. yeah. If you can even get into a death match, apparently it's over in, like, two minutes. <laughs> and then you have to wait wow. God knows how long to get into another one. So, it's just just the whole experience and is screwed up. What is this on? Like, PS4 all the PC. consoles? Oh, oh, okay. It's not even yeah. on Xbox. So, I don't no. even need to try it. And that's... If anything, that's just a weight off my shoulders. That's but, really weird. Yeah, uh, I am open to change. I'm very excited for seven. I, I don't know. Ma- I'll, I'll make have, the first person trade off if they make it a good game. Have you read any opinions of the demo? I well, the one the people that I was reading from were favorable of it. But okay, tell me about negative aspects. It, it's you know, I I try very hard to like hear abroad spectrum a broad spectrum of opinions for gaming stuff but like the limited bit that i've heard so far is very negative that they uh giant bomb specifically like they um frustrating they they don't so far they and and apparently that demo isn't in the game like this isn't even a piece of the game which is weird it's almost like Uh, pt like it's right And, and that's what that's what giant bomb kept saying was like it seems like they were immediately influenced by PT, and maybe that's all they were going for with this demo to hook yeah. people. But it and wasn't maybe, as good as PT, and and maybe that's not really what it's going to be in the first place. But yeah, it just not so far not good from what I've heard. I'm so open, but with their track record, <laughs> I haven't trusted yeah. them for a long time. 
Yeah, I mean, and for me, it means nothing. Yeah, like, of course. F- four was the pinnacle of that series for me, and yep, that was it. So yeah, fun. But that's my Resident Evil chatter. Yeah, like I just I saw I saw mention of that game, Umbrella, Core. Yeah, course? Core. Uh, core. And I didn't know what it was. Didn't know it had come out. <laughs> yeah, I had no so, idea. Yeah, I thought it was still just in uh, preview stage. Right, yeah, like, and, and I don't really miss things that come out. I don't out, even so know it's... how I stumbled across it, because yeah. how did I come across it? Though? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad whenever a game comes out to just, like, no... No one really knows. No acclaim at all. No yeah. acclaim. Oh, yeah. yeah. How does something like that get No launched? acclaim podcast, new name. Like, it's not like <laughs> some people are even enjoying it, it seems like. Mm-mm. It's an overwhelming... No, I even the guy negative. who was trying to be positive was like, it sucks. So... yeah. You gotta wonder how that happens. Like, being a fly in the wall, on the wall. Yeah, I don't... Inside, just listening just through the drywall. The yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With yeah, your little fly ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Little fly ears. <laughs> you said in the wall. It's just, that's a funny statement. Yeah. Uh, so, maybe jumping off of Capcom. Yeah. Uh, a similar... A similar tangent is uh, the Bloodstained demo from yes. E3 was released to backers. Um, un- unfortunately, only PC version. Like, I, th- I thought that was weird that... Because um, I, I actually backed the Xbox one because I wanted a, a physical version of it. But apparently this demo was only released for Steam. Um, Probably something with rights and... And also, it, it is a year away... So it's very possible they haven't even started putting in it, putting it into the framework of like Sony yeah, and Xbox true. and all that stuff. Like it's still just being developed on PCs. Um, so I, it's I get it. It's fine, and it doesn't matter to me. It's just it seems weird, especially for backers. Like, oh, I can't really even play this, you know. But um, anyway, really good first impression. It 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 was it was short. It was a it was a level on a ship. Um, I don't know if I'd considerably say it's short. I mean, I think it was a good it's like length. Ten, it was like for ten demo. minutes. It was ten, it was yeah, it was short. it was very short. It seemed more intensive yeah. than ten minutes then, but which is a good sign. It gave it gave the impression of just how similar this is to yeah. Castlevania, the spiritual successor of yeah. Symphony of the Night, specifically, specifically actually. Symphony of the Night, but which also is very good news. But also the offshoots, like there 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 was some things in it that. Um, we're definitely straight out of one of the Game Boy Advance games, uh, and I can't remember which one at this point now. But um, you could collect abilities from the enemies, apparently. The Aria of Sorrow. That was Aria of Sorrow. Okay, yeah. so so that's which one of the awesome. that's one of the systems in this. Um, it's tied specifically to a button forever, I guess. Uh, so there, it seems like you're going to be getting a lot more of those. And what was funny was I didn't even realize you could do this when I played it because it didn't give me the prompt saying like, hey, you can do this attack with this enemy's whatever weapon. And Josh played it right before we started recording and like he immediately got to do it. And it it was just weird that the demo was different for both of us. Well, it, you know what? It's it's probably because you're just not as good at video games. Right. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> just need to throw that out there. But been a while. Yeah. This this demo was like a pretty significant slice of what to expect in the gameplay, and it and it's 
it is exactly like Symphony of the Night, like in terms of the level design, how you attack, how you equip things, like all the Castlevanias post Symphony of the Night. The map is the most basic. The map is super basic. <laughs> the the blue. It's just, it's just the blue. blue. Yeah. So cool. Just That's the blue with white outlines. Yep. Yep. And and again, the only new thing I noticed was how they added the uh, collecting enemy abilities, like. Aria of Sorrow, which that's awesome. Now wonder how it had at a bunch random. of slots too. Wonder how at random that is. It was it was random in Aria, just kind completely of. random. It's usually, a, like a percentage chance yeah. behind the scenes, and it's Josh. specific enemies. That so will you drop could it. essentially go through the entire game without getting certain abilities. I don't. Well, yes, certain definitely. abilities. Yes, yeah, certain abilities. Certain abilities. But if you want one, you just you farm the enemy. Go in, kill him, yeah. come out, come back in. That's all you got to do. Right. Yeah. So did you say this was set on a pirate ship, like on a ship? Yeah, yeah. So this this level seemed to be only for the demo. I'm not sure because, as far as I understood it, Bloodstained again, it's a Castlevania game, and it's supposed to take place in a castle, which would be the majority of the game, where you're just going this, through all these different areas. This is that, my speculation that aren't in the ca- that are in the castle. This is the first level of the game, maybe the second. Like, a, a and arriving. You are, you're arriving maybe. to the castle. Yeah. yeah. That, that actually was one of my non-complaints with Order of, not Ecclesiastes, <laughs> Ecclesia. <laughs> um, because there was a lot that did not take place in a castle. Uh-huh. They were just weird locales, and, like, there was a world map, and it was weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I it was still great. I don't right. care if that happens. It just seems strange and, yeah, and unexpected. Well, even the screenshots they showed on the backer page has castles. They're images, in the castle. So it's, it's, yeah. it's not like a castle doesn't exist. Yeah. It's just like did the thing that I was wondering and what we were talking about, like kind of with the Resident Evil 7 demo, is I don't think they would just spend time making this E3 demo and then never use the assets or like the level at all. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean... the. It's not unheard of that a game just have a demo come out for E3. Well, they do. That's common, right? Yeah. But like, why spend the time making something like very specific like that versus I mean, just showing gameplay? It's, it's a non thing, anyways. It is. It is a non thing. Platinum demo. Yeah. The best demo ever. Right. Again, that that was the tech demo that mm-hmm. was unnecessary. <laughs> that um, game's unnecessary. That game. Yeah, that game is unnecessary. <laughs> um, I have hopes for the, it. The I I, I, was, I didn't do. of course I didn't get to play Bloodstained but I was enthralled with the way it looked. The oh, the it's gorgeous. The characters was like and enemy models things. are beautiful. Yeah, it was like it was like the items and things and character models against a backdrop that looked kind of different in its yeah. style. And I thought that was so pretty looking. The so far, and I mean just the demo, the pirate ship didn't wow me. I, I didn't think it looked amazing. It was very bland. Um, but how much can you really do in a pirate ship? A yeah, you have wooden ship. boards. And I'm not even saying it, that was beautiful. It was that backdrop up against the different look of yeah. the character. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's just some sort of really cool contrast with it that looks awesome. Yeah, overall, I think it I think it looks great. I'm very excited with how, with how it's going because... Um, the a fun fact is that part this game is partially being or majority being developed by Inti Creates, who did a lot of Mighty Number no. Nine, and Mighty Number no. Nine turned out like poop. And right before people got to play Bloodstain, there was talk of like, oh, 
it, are they going to fuck that game up too? But apparently not, which is a, which is great because I don't. I was a little worried. I feel like Ega has more of an input on Bloodstain as opposed to what he did with Mighty Number no. Nine with Inafune. Inafune, yeah. Sorry. I don't know about that, I, but I, but who knows? I mean, Inafune has his own company concept, which was the other people helping develop Mighty Number no. Nine. So I don't know. Regardless, Bloodstain does not look like it is. It looks like it's suffering. a good track. Yeah. For its- yeah. Whenever it gets released. Yeah. It's still a year away, supposedly. Which, I can't wait for it, though. I, I really want it to have the castle, and then, like, maybe mirror it, like Symphony of the Night, or or have, like, a parallel dimension version, like Harmony of Dissonance? In other words, have a standard Castlevania thing. Right, yeah. Please do. Yeah. And another requirement of mine, specifically, I require Castlevania awesome music. Dude, the music um for the demo was was pretty good and it reminded me immediately of Symphony of the Night specifically. Okay, good. Um Do you know what game had great music? I was watching it without volume. What? Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami oh, has really good music. Do you uh, know what soundtrack has a similar Can you wait a second? Yes. One last thing. <laughs> One last thing on Bloodstain. <laughs> that loop, the the thing that always bothered me about Castlevania music is the loop gets uh, it's very small and short, so it gets really annoying pretty quick. Bloodstained's loop was a little maddening for this demo, but short. Yeah, I didn't. That it was really even quiet. Cross my mind. It was really quiet. The okay. music was super quiet in the demo for some reason. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, maybe for that reason. Maybe they didn't put a bunch of time into that yet, and they were like, "Let's get this in here. It'll be serviceable for the demo." Yeah, like the balancing of audio yeah, is probably not concerned. there yet. With the gameplay yeah. and look of it. Yeah. right, n- Rightfully so. All right, Josh, go ahead and do your... Man, I thought I had a good transition. I, re- I ruined your transition. Well, you interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I... Fuck off. Um, yeah, Trials of the Blood Dragon. It is a Trials game, but it's totally not, like, at all. Mm-hmm. The, the, the majority, it's only 25 levels, which is fine. It, it's 25 levels, a very... Easy compared to prior trial, uh, prior trials games. Yeah, it didn't look like it was yeah, something it, pretty simple. Repeat a lot, but I was more. It's it's funny because obviously the other trials games didn't have stories attached to them. Really, I mean there was subtle stuff that carried throughout the games, like the squirrels and whatnot. But this this is a story of the blood dragon and what they're building up to. Had me intrigued the entire time through, and I never even played Blood Dragon. Right? Did you beat it? This? Yes. Yeah, I beat it, and I, I'd like to talk about the ending, but there's spoilers. And oh my god, <laughs> it, I'm telling you, what a the, what a non thing for spoilers. Yes, yeah. I know, and it it caught me super off guard. But the story throughout it was super intriguing, and I think you both would really appreciate it having played Blood Dragon. Yeah, I kind of just want to see um, a a piece together super cut of all the cutscenes. Rather than okay. play. Because I will never play that. No, it the the thing that looks horrible in that and seemingly is despised uh universally, I guess. They added off bike platforming shit. Okay. That so, looks really bad. So this is really why it's not trials, is because the majority of I wanna say the majority of the game, you're not on a bike. Yeah. yeah. You're on Which is weird. And you know what? The the platforming isn't even the worst thing about it. There's a couple levels that you have a jetpack, 
throughout oh, space. Oh, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> that was a bit difficult. Oh, man. Um, there's a couple levels you drive through in a tank. Uh, that looked funny, That though. was fun. That was yeah. fine. There's a couple levels you're uh, you're in a mine cart. Wow, there's a lot more yeah, than I'm I realized. T- there's, it's it's really interesting. And it, what the entire game seems like is just something they threw together real quick prior to a new Trials coming out. Yeah. Which is fine. It's only $15. I got a decent amount of gameplay out of it. Uh, the soundtrack, like I was saying earlier, it's it's kind of just like Hotline Miami. It is, it's just synthy techno. Uh, in like every world you travel, essentially, in your hub world, you have posters throughout. It's like you're essentially your bedroom, and that's how you choose what levels you're playing. And each area is kind of like a trope throughout the '90s and the '80s, like uh, like the Miami Hotline Miami sort of thing. They straight up did Hotline Miami. Oh, absolutely, with the mask. Which, you even wear a mask. Which I'm very curious about if they like asked for permission. Well, yeah. and even later on, one of the stages. Fuck it, I'm going into spoilers. Yeah, nobody, I, nobody I was just cares. Gonna say, I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried. worried. I'm sure anybody who is, you you essentially spoilers. kill yeah. off the Power Rangers in one of the level in That's one of the worlds. Funny. They're called Sinjas, but it's it's the Power Rangers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hell, the ending. So the entire yeah. game, <laughs> yeah. Essentially, you're, the, the game starts off, uh, Rex Colt from Blood Dragon is narrating. Mm-hmm. And, Love it. Uh, and I think it's the same voice actor. I'm assuming it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, he looks like... Real gravelly. I'm oh, sure yeah. he was modeled after, uh, what's his name, from Night of the Living Dead. Ash? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? I think so. Either way. Okay, mm. so uh, he narrates the beginning, and he's like, uh, I fell in love with a woman. We ended up having two kids. She went missing. Uh, I went to look for her. I started a new Vietnam War, and I died. <laughs> and Casually. That's, and that's how the game started. You died as uh-huh. Rex. And then you play the entire game as kids who are growing, uh, growing up on a military base, and they're also cybernetic and whatnot. And uh, essentially the entire game is trying to find your mother. Eventually you get to a point where you find out Rex is not dead. Of and, course. And he's actually leading the Vietnam uh, military to destroy America because he got hacked or something. <laughs> so now you're trying to get your dad back. And uh, long story short, you get him back. You have to kill him to get him back. Again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then the very ending, the ending cutscene, you find out that the general that has been raising you uh, through on the military compound is your mother. She's been wearing a suit. <laughs> but not Fine. only that... She's a blood dragon, and she's the, okay. uh, the like the that leaders yeah. of the blood dragon, and they're called Dragornians. And everything you've been doing throughout the game to like to find your mother and to help Rex has actually been to soften America's defenses against the blood dragons. Of course. So now the blood dragons are taking over the world, and it ends at it ends at you need you as in Rex and the two kids need to choose. Do you try to stop? Your mother and the blood dragons, or do you join them? So it has an ending choice. And that's, well, you don't choose. That's oh, the end. Oh, oh. Ev- Imagine if they have a blood dragon 2 and Trials' blood dragon is canon. Oh, oh, it would be. Oh, it, w- it will that's be. So that's where I, That's what I was going to say, too. Is But wait, yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. It gets better. So that's the ending. Now, there are a couple secrets that you can do throughout the levels, and if you do them all, you get an epilogue, which I did. And the epilogue is... They all pull guns on each other, 
<laughs> okay. And then the screen goes black, and you hear a gunshot. Oh. Okay. So it's setting up to either a new Blood Dragon, another Trials of the Blood Dragon, something. So um, there will inevitably be, be another Far Cry. Yeah. I wonder if they'll just do another Combine Blood everything. Dragon DLC or something. Um, or they'll just toss it into another random-ass game like Assassin's Creed or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that is so possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft, everything. It's all the same game. That's Watch Dogs 2. It, Ubisoft is all the same game. They, yeah, the, that's what that, I'm Yeah, they are. That is totally... Like, that's always been the joke, you know, that they're all just the same thing anymore. But now that they're actually crossing... Uh, this stupid they, now, ass blood dragon shit really are yeah they should just start calling all of their games ubisoft and then a number like the next creed can be ubisoft seven and then ubisoft's the next creed. far cry can be ubisoft eight yeah and so on yeah either way i think both of you would have really enjoyed this game not being trials fans i would I'd not. go about the supercut thing i know if i could see that yeah no i know watching gameplay i would not have enjoyed this game i think you guys would have enjoyed like the humor behind it yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to play it. Yeah. Like, you know, like I don't... I want it to be spoon-fed to me via YouTube. I didn't even... So, the cutscenes and stuff, those characters are annoying. The they kids are, are a super little annoying. annoying. Yeah. So, I don't even know how long I could have put up with it. But, yeah. Just... And, and they chatter to each other throughout the levels, so mm-hmm. you're always hearing them, and it's... That's kind of lame. And the one complaint I always heard was if you have to replay it, it replays that audio clip every time. Yes and no. Once you get past a certain point, it won't play the audio up to that point. Right. But it will when you hit it for the first time. I found it really funny, though. The entire game is such like an homage to America and how amazing it is and and whatnot. I don't know if Blood Dragon was like that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, wait. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing about that is Red Lynx is a Finnish developer. So I just think it's funny how all these guys in Finland are making this America. Yeah, that uh, that always happens. The whole I, I know, world I just think does it's that funny. always. Yeah, everybody yeah. tries to. It's it's that's one of the funny things about Ubisoft is like they're French, and they have things to say about American anything. So it's like super silly in the first place. Yeah. But yeah, my favorite takeaway from this game though is one line of speech that someone just chatters while threatening your character, and it's. I'm going to uncap your knees. <laughs> and I just find that super... It's, it's good, but it's still not as good as burying you under six feet of my shit. That is, <laughs> that is still the number one Rex power cult line. So, the thing that... um, The other thing that like sort of rubs me the wrong way about this Trials version is that... It was like one time it was funny. You know, like I think Blood Dragon was yep. great. Because because it, it was, was unexpected, and it was it was really focused. Actually, that game that that little game was very focused, yep. and it it was mostly only talking about like cybernetics and games. And it was an it was a game making fun of games, Self-aware. which became really common. But this one just goes all in on like '90s bullshit cartoon humor, and mm-hmm. like. That's funny. That's fine. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. You know. When when we first heard about it at E3, I thought it was amazing. I thought that was an amazing idea, the crossover, everything. But I think what the I've crossover seen, works. It, wor- I think it, it works. I think it works, too. It Because it's stupid. That It's stupid. And it's That's self-aware it of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think for fifteen dollars, it, it's a good homage for Trials and for Blood Dragon and for both games essentially. And it, it's worth checking out if you liked either of them. Well, I guess Blood Dragon's a complete different game, but if you liked Trials, yeah, you like would it hardly least... looked like really the allure yeah. of Trials. Really, if you're an acolyte of tri- of Trials like Josh, then definitely play it. But that's the thing is, I think it even could appeal to people who aren't. Because it's not fully a Trials game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like the thing... It doesn't look like you're really trying to do it with no faults and oh, stuff. Oh, not at all. And, it, and that, like, no. it has... You're just trying it to has, beat it. It has leaderboards, but it's, like, a weird way of doing it. Where it's not how fast you do it, but it counts down time. I didn't even look at the leaderboards. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah. Didn't... Every every level counts down time. Like, yeah, instead timed. of... Instead of the other way around, which it normally would. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's weird. Kind of the same. It's thing. kind of the same thing, but like, why change it then? Because now it's limiting you, so it's just gonna. In the prior trials games, if you hit a certain amount of faults, it would just cut cut you off. Mm-hmm. So now instead of doing that, they're just giving you a time limit instead. So they're just reversing roles. Right. I uh, I did want to complain more about the Hotline Miami thing. <laughs> what? Why? Like, why do they wear masks and stuff in that? Just because in hotline? No, in trials. In oh, the, in, in trials? that campaign. Because you are infiltrating a drug lord's base. Okay. It's um, this game's insane. Unsatisfactory explanation. You oh, you go to <laughs> yeah. hell. You go to hell in one of the worlds. <laughs> in every ring of hell, one is uh, Beazelbub's um, hotel. One is uh, hotel. I love that. Yeah. One is a casino, like a Vegas casino, uh, by Gol- Golo- Algoloth? Something. Agalo- no, not no. Agaloth. Uh, not the band. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, what? I forget. But I can't way, remember all the Like, names. all the different rings. Asmodeus. Are... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. I enjoyed it. I'm not sad about my purchase, so that's... That's good. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. Trials. Yeah, trials. I have I still, more things, but I don't have a good segue, so I'm waiting for somebody else. <laughs> um, hey Alex, we're gonna start playing Halo again soon. Why? Oh, actually, this is pretty funny. Little snippet of information. I played the other night. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did Firefight comes out in a week? Mm, okay. I had no idea. Completely oh, forgot. Plus, they have dubs going on right now, which is awesome. Yeah, They're so playing uh, some dubs. Firefight finally comes out on the 29th, and Beginning beginning the 29th, Halo 5 is free. Whoa. It's a free game. Yeah. We can even get Yodi to play now. Yeah. For a week. It expires on the oh, 5th. Oh, wieners. What? It's still a week. <laughs> no. If you want to download it, download it. Josh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you don't get to have it forever. I mean, all I see is the on the 29th, a completely free game. So okay, I'm just thinking, so it's the offer, so you'll have it. You'll have it okay, as long okay, as you okay. get it in that week. You, it is a you permanent copy, yes. but you have to get it during that time. Yes, I which that game must not have sold well. That yeah, that's gonna well, bolster the community. I I feel like yeah. I don't know if it's that, I and think it must be dying off. I think it's because it's, it's dying, dying off. off. Yeah, I don't I'm think sure it's not, it didn't sell well. Yeah, and they're thinking giving Halo. out free is gonna have more of a player base month month over month. Yodi, yeah. we're we're expecting you to hop on with us. For sure. For free, for we are expecting you to play with us. I liked that beta. I'll check out Firefight. I haven't played Halo 5 in, um, I don't know, four months. It they, seems they, like forever. I will tell you this. They added some sweet-ass dubs maps. And I love it because 
always, you know, we've talked about this when they do their new maps. Yeah, they're new, but they're also not new. It's a bunch of recycled forge bullshit with and no texture. Yes, and well, <laughs> these ones still don't really have much texture, but <laughs> they feel like new maps. They they're thoughtful. It's not, "Oh, this is the same shit I've been playing." They actually feel a little different. So, um I've actually been having fun with that lately. Uh, I played a little bit of Warzone. I don't I didn't notice any big changes there. But uh, that's sweet. That's cool that they're doing that. I like it. I've been playing Master Chief Collection. Really? Yeah. Huh. Just... I, de- I deleted it or else I would with my shitty one gigabyte hard drive. I've been playing just uh, Halo CE again. And I forgot how expansive that campaign was for the time. Yeah. like That, that game was awesome. That's all. Thinking back <laughs> like, and playing it again now, that game was super impressive it was really impressive that it campaign was long was, and actually huge yeah that like the, the maps the campaign were levels were some of them were 40 plus minutes that really doesn't exist anymore no in, in and yes um, mm-hmm. i'm sure you know we talked about halo to death when we first started the podcast yeah ce was like really crazy back in the day because hey, it's the reason xbox exists oh totally Period. and yeah. uh but I remember, and I'll never forget, like, just how it would make you feel like, holy shit, this is a big battle. Like, there, this is, th- something crazy is going on here. Like, I have my segue, and, yes. And there, and there would be, like, multiple, multiple instances where, like, you'd come out of, like, a, a linear point where you're just going through a cave or something, and then all of a sudden it's, like, it opens up and there's covering and fighting flood, and it's, like, a war. And mm-hmm. it, it was, it was nuts. That yep. those single levers, those single levels were better examples of what firefight should be in Halo Five yeah. than firefight or no, yeah. Warzone. I'm sorry, Warzone. Yeah, definite, definitely. That was what I expected Warzone to be. Yes, totally. That's it. That's a really good analogy, actually. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm having a great time playing through that campaign again. It just it reminds me of what that series was. So never never finished playing through any of those. Uh, what anniversaries? Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant the actual games. Uh, no, yeah. Hey, still, still haven't played Halo Five campaign. Hey, what, hey, what uh, you don't need to. <laughs> okay, so it's not terrible. It's bad. I was it's playing really that again bad. too. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's really bad. I think, Alex, I think you do need to play it though. I mean, it. I, I, I if I liked it, it would be because I was playing it with friends. I'll play through it with you. I mean, I would play a couple levels to see what it's like. So it's it's not that bad. Hey, if the you want to get terrible. on tonight and play a couple, I swear to God, I will. Yes. Okay. Okay. Deal. Okay. That being said, Should we, get we some were drinks? talking about we were talking about war zones and wars and battles. Two v one movie minute, maybe even two v one movie minutes. I finally saw uh, Captain America: Civil War. Remind me, have you guys seen that? No. No. I it, it was not bad. Get that out there. I was totally disappointed. That's interesting because it seems to be overwhelmingly like considered overwhelmingly one of the best like oh my god, best Marvel movie ever. Is it yeah. really? Yeah, absolutely, I didn't know that. Nick. It, it people just think it's the most incredible thing ever. Now, I can explain myself. I went in with, I guess, the wrong expectations because. Um, People say what they will. I mean, they, they're not reviewed amazingly. They're not reviewed terribly either. I adored the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Uh, 
Yeah. I actually can't believe there's not a third one right now. I can't either. Marvel, d- Marvel dominates the cultural landscape right now. I don't now. know who what, made what, those. Yeah. Raven software. Um, wow. That, I don't even know what they I don't even recognize the name. They did I those. They the did name. X-Men Legends. I'm pretty sure they did Soldier of Fortunes, which is random. I think. Don't quote me well, on Marvel's that. Well, Marvel's taking a new approach on how they're releasing games. So it's it's possible in the future they might do that. It, yeah. In the past, they've been very focused on releasing first party AAA content through yeah. their own studios, and, and now and there's there's on... crazy ass you know license problems everywhere with who owns what and on all that you know certain characters. But mm. anyhow, back to Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. The first mm. game was better. You know they added some cool stuff. There were new graphics in the second one. Yada yada, but. Overall, I like the first one better, but in the second one, the uh, there's a little bit of, and I'm I am bolstering my comic book knowledge just because God, I could just absorb that stuff all day from the Marvel universe. There are aspects in the second Marvel Ultimate Alliance game. I'll just call it Mua, even though it sounds really stupid. Um, Raven didn't do the second one. What's up? Raven Weird. didn't do the second Marvel Ultimate. Oh, who who did it? Vicarious, vicarious visions. visions. They did do the first one, right? They That's a name one. I recognize. Okay, though. good, cool. Well, they were different enough that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, um, there are aspects from the Secret Wars storyline and Civil War, but I didn't know there's a second Civil War arc that just came out. I think like this year. There's so and many arcs in the in the comic. No, world. of course, but there's there's two Civil Wars specifically. Yeah. And the movie is based off the second one that I didn't know anything about. Oh, it's didn't there's know that. a different twist to it, and where the the first one I thought was so much cooler from from Mua two, and they they they, they call the um they call the one in the movie there's like the accords or something like that I can't remember I'm gonna feel really stupid if I had the wrong word, but anyways, uh, in the second game there was it was just a pro pro registration it was a mutant registration act. So basically the government was like, if you're a mutant, you have to register. And Captain America was anti-registration. Tony Stark was pro-registration. And the thing is, in that game, they did a perfect job of involving so many mutants and superheroes and supervillains and people taking sides. And there was war, like all-out war. Whereas in the movie, probably what people refer to as the best 15 to 20 minutes there's like a five-on-five battle on an airport tarmac. Like, that's not Civil oh. War. That's no. That's Civil Skirmish. Yeah, big-name characters <laughs> die in the comics through that. Civil Skirmish. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's, it's unreal what happens. And it was just a skirmish on a tarmac with really fancy special effects. And I was like, what the hell is this? And there, there was another cool thing at the end, but there was, uh, there was a gratuitous amount of dialogue in that movie for a marvel movie hmm. like well even winter soldier had a lot didn't it i really liked winter soldier winter and soldier. don't yeah. remember a lot of it i so, that was i don't know i i again i am not shitting on this movie it was not bad it was good but nick it was long it was i think oh, two, two and 20 I i'm think. sure i i don't expect those to ever be short yeah there really. there was just They've focused a lot on the character development and everything, which is great, but there's like too many characters to cover in those Marvel movies for that. And, and how many things have they already been in now? Yeah. Like, and what do you need to develop? It just was not 
large enough scale. So it's cool. It's worth seeing. I, I think it was it. totally overhyped, in my opinion. I, I probably will when it's on Redbox or something. Yeah. I don't even know if I take the time. <laughs> yeah, two hours. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen two twenty <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. I never will. You don't need to. It's yeah. not good. I'm going to see that. I do want to get caught up. I will say this. Seeing all of it and all the backstory that I'm slacking on, because I didn't see Winter Soldier, which I'll admit. Um, I Bucky didn't Barnes, realize you still haven't seen it. <laughs> here's the funny thing. Bucky Barnes is the movie. Like, the whole movie focuses on him. Civil so, War? Yeah. Oh. Th- that's another thing. Again, it's not like the huge grand scale. It's like it's all about Winter Soldier. It's Winter Soldier 2. That's weird. So, yeah, and, and again, maybe that's perfectly in line with this new Civil War comic book story arc that I'm not familiar with. So that's why I, I can't sit here and be mad because I'm not familiar with it. It's just I was expecting the one from, I think, the mid-2000s, like 10 years ago. So, um, I've kind of lost I, interest in Marvel movies. Anybody I who is, have. yeah, people who are listening to this now, if you haven't seen Civil War, definitely see Winter Soldier first, but... I don't know. I'll keep up. I'm going to I'm going to get caught up with more of the Marvel movies cuz they're near and dear to my heart, but man, there are a lot of them. I, think I can't I believe liked... how fast they crank them out. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. And just and like, wait Rogue, wait till Rogue, the dude. TV shows start. Yeah, and and like and have Star started. Wars. You remember how long we had to wait for Star Wars movies to come out? Rogue mm-hmm. One is like December. around the corner. It's in December. One this year, year, one year. Yeah. Oh one shit, year. I didn't even realize. It's like, damn. How there, do they do this? They're going to be a yearly releases because I'm the following year's. Uh... I'm okay with that, though, because there isn't. there's a lot of Star Wars expanded stuff that I've failed to pay attention to, and mm-hmm. I'm down for just absorbing it in a movie. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> and this isn't a spoiler. Everybody knows about it. Darth Vader will be in this one. Yeah. It's right. bridging the events of 3 and 4, right? It's obtaining the orders to destroy the Death Star. It's So it's a prequel to the... Episode original trilogy four yes yeah three Correct. four i guess yeah so oh and by you the still way you haven't seen the force awakens have you w- ready josh i'm yeah. watching it this week because uh weird plug t-mobile tuesdays they give you free shit every tuesday and they gave me free movie credits for that voodoo service and it's uh, incredible uh hd star wars renting is two dollars and fifty cents nice yeah so i'm watching redbox? that this weekend it's definitely in redbox yeah yeah that too but um, I've come to realize I'd rather pay four or five more dollars to not leave my house. Oh, totally. I've done that a million times, Alex. <laughs> like, who uh, cares? We, wonder how much it was around we, on Amazon. We rent stuff from um, Usually Verizon. Usually five, six, seven. We, we rent stuff from Verizon pretty often. Um, not often, but like... Yeah. It's like... And, and actually, the stupid thing with fucking movies that needs to die is that they are available in different places at different times. It needs to be available digitally everywhere at the exact yeah. same time. What the that hell? That is so stupid. What I don't know what you mean. All right, so uh, Redbox okay. does not get things immediately. That's different, though, because it has to be delivered and it's a physical service as opposed to... It's not different. It's not different. I, do, I don't think it's different. But anyway, digitally, okay, let's say this. Verizon does this. Verizon will have things available digitally right, like, very soon after theater release, like, after, like, a month or two or three months or whatever. You can only buy it. Yeah. You have to wait to rent it. Yeah. Oh, that's That's, that's fucking stupid. That's so yeah. stupid. Well, that's that's their problem, and they're losing out on money there. Well, yeah. I mean, if 
I don't know if they'd, I'd say they'd be losing. They're doing it for a reason, and it's forcing people to buy it. I get it, but I, I get that. But it's garbage. And yeah, if also, any, if anything, Nick, we have to blame the consumers who fall for it. Yeah, I, I also still want movies to be available digitally day one when they release too, because fuck going to theaters. Yeah, I hate going to theaters. It's so dumb, and I bet I bet people would jump on that immediately. Like, well, oh, I can just stay home and pay ten dollars right now or something. And Nick, that that's part of it. Like that will murder the, the movie theater industry. Yeah. Well, so too bad. As Shit as changes. usual, fat big wigs around a mahogany table are keeping you from that. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, that right. is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the movie industry. I, I hate a lot about it. Yep. So I don't yep. think about it's, it enough to. I definitely do, and well, it's why I, I go quit to the going movies. to theaters. How like for how many years? I ago. Go it's to too expensive and it's annoying. I, I, the only reason I went is I had those free screening tickets. Right. Yeah. So the the la- the ones that I've gone to are a shitty theater very close to me that does super discounted tickets on a certain day. That's the yeah. only reason we've gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I will pay for QT movies. That's my only, <laughs> that's my only weakness. <laughs> I I had to go see Star Wars. I think that was a theater movie. I did too, but I yeah. saw that at the discounted theater yeah. on the discounted day, and it was perfect. I think there half, was nobody there. Half of that, ex- oh, I, I I think half that experience was seeing it with a ton of fucking people just cheering. I, I really hate that. I enjoyed. That I hate that. <laughs> there's there's no reason to cheer in a theater. It's dumb as hell. Like what the hell? Why do you do that? I don't know. Or cla- I, I don't get the clapping. It, well, it's the same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys excited to see Batman vs Superman? Are you going to run it? No. Yeah, I'm in no hurry to ever see that. I think I'm going to buy it. It was probably long, wasn't it? <laughs> Dude, it was three and, hours. And, then, right? and the movies extended. It was three hours. Or the physical, whatever. The physical movies extended to be rated R, and it's going to be three and a half hours. Yeah. I put that. a one percent chance of Nick watching that. No, I I almost certainly won't because I don't care. I don't really have oh, any that's interest. So long. You could watch it in two sittings. Nah. That, ugh. I'm just excited <laughs> I'd rather to see rewatch what's the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we still have to watch three together. Yeah, I still haven't seen three. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been saying that? Like eight years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't make time for movies. That's, that's, I don't, I don't hardly ever. If I have a choice between movies and playing a game, I'm always playing a game for the most part. Yeah. I'm half and half. I am lazy. I do like watching movies. Yeah, it's just, I, how many movies have I actually started and then never finished, which is hilarious. Because, like, that why wouldn't I finish funny. it? But yeah. it's because I don't care. Hey, 2v1 movie half minute. Uh, if you like <laughs> horror movies, watch The Conjuring. It's good. It's a good horror movie. I think I, mm. is that That's kind of old now, right? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, in, the, in twos in theaters right now, it has all the elements of every exorcism movie ever, except it's well done. So, hmm. it's good. That's movies. all. Movies. Yeah. What's coming out soon that everyone's going to be playing? I don't know. Um, I'm going to get the Technomancer next week as long as it reviews okay. I don't expect it to. I think it will. <laughs> I think it's going to be a sleeper. That would be cool. This is Lords of the Fallen people, right? Bound by Flame. Oh, fuck. I keep, keep getting that. because Because they're those weird, like, B-tier game developers. Which, yeah, but they, and they, these games that they're creating aren't necessarily ever bad. Like, Bound by Bound Flame by people Flame liked. looked cool. It's, I think it had its had issues, but it was like a Bioware. Alex, you probably never heard of Bound by Flame. Nope, never um, heard of that. I haven't even heard you guys mention it. It w- It came out like two years ago, three years ago. Um, 
I thought it, I thought it came out when we were working at GameStop. For some no, reason. no, it was okay. when it was definitely when I moved here. Um, that's like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, eight eight years ago. But uh, it it looked it was very influenced by Dark Souls. You could tell looking at it. Um, but also at the same time, like a Bioware RPG. Uh, so it looked cool, and I I have it like on my Steam wish list. Like maybe I'll play it someday. But um, they have a new game coming out that. I've heard basically nothing about other than Josh talking about it, so that's why I have zero expectations for it. Yeah, yeah it's just it's it's just an RPG set on Mars, essentially. They they did a fan, Bound by Flame was fantasy, like uh, medieval and Technomancer is sci-fi. It's pro- it probably plays <laughs> very similarly. I don't know. Um, I can't think of any. I mean, I just bought a bunch of games for the Steam sale. Uh, hey, finally. I'm- only because you just mentioned it, and we're not starting a discussion over it. It's just a weird revelation I've had. Is it me, or does Dark Souls 3 feel like ancient, forgotten history to you personally? Yes. It's such a weird feeling. Oh, no, Nick's wearing a Dark Souls shirt. Thank you. Yeah. But, no, it uh, does. I, I, I just thought about that today. Yeah. I've been thinking about how I was like, that game came in and out of my it life came and went quickly. Yep. Yeah, whereas the other ones were just such a long experience, and I was thinking about it. I feel like I feel like Dark Souls Two, the first time I played it, was a significant amount of time. Like, yeah, I can remember yeah. so much of first playing that game. Oh yeah, I put and, more than double the time into two, and more than double. Like I was thinking about it a lot, and then I still re- I rebought it, but like three, I don't know, I. I don't know. It just came. It, it just came, came and, and it went. is gone. Yeah. Yep. Nick, are you playing inside on the release day? Yeah, probably. Okay, so that's this month. But then, too. But then again, I might wait since the PC one's like a week later. That's right. They don't come out same day. Yeah. Still, that's that's soon. But that is soon. Yeah. I'm playing Twilight Princess right now. Nick, I should play it with you. That'd be so fun. It do it. Uh. Hey, dude. I'm. I mean, well, it depends. <laughs> How much do I have in Inquisition? Like thirty hours. <laughs> Uh, I think you're probably at the halfway point because Skyhold. I mean, Sky, that makes me happy. Skyhold was like a major point, and then from there, I don't remember. I don't even remember the events of the game really. Alex, I have to okay, ask on. you a very important question. This could be the most important thing I could ever ask you. <laughs> when are you starting Witcher? Never. Mm, I, Simon, that's probably going to be pushed off for a while. That, that kind of makes me sad because that's a game that does nothing should top playing that. At the same time, it's, it's I'd rather you that, put time like you put it. You don't want to just jump into it. Yeah, it's not that I'm that I think other games are more important. It's just that old mentality of like, I, I still want to play Old Blood. I might as well take the 10 to 15 hours that I'm going to need to beat that before I put 80 into Witcher. Yeah, old Blood so. good. that was great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm not going to lie, this whole Twilight Princess thing is real um, intriguing to me. I f- a GameCube controller in my hand sounds real ap- appealing to me. Oh, so I ho- I held an Xbox 360 controller today for yeah, the first to time play in years. It's, it's like a brick. It's weird. And yeah. I forgot how bad the D-pad was. When Remember oh, they yeah, made that transition a, at one point where here, you could twist it? Here's a yeah. dumb thing to argue about. Yes. yes, I'm so happy. Yeah, Alex, whenever you play like a 2D side scroller, do you use the D-pad? I don't remember the last time I did on a console. Okay. Help me. I mean, didn't you play you played Dust not too long ago? 
Well, uh, that was at this. Believe it or not, at this point, that's like a year and a half. Okay, ago, how about this? So one? I can't even remember. Didn't you recently play um, Killer Instinct? Kind of. Oh well, no, I played it for fucking, two that's seconds. Different. I, I don't think that's not a it side scroller. Absolutely <laughs> different. Yeah. Okay. A fighting game is different. You need to be very accurate with up, down, left, and right. A, a side, a side scrolling game, not really. Okay, what spurred this is I was playing Bloodstain. And Which I, one of you uses? The I use D pads. Like on all two D side scrolling things, I use D pads. I think I even use D pad on Hotline Miami. Well, I, I mean, I play that with a mouse and keyboard, yeah. so I don't wait. Really, know. can you? I think you need maybe the not analog. Disregard that. For hotline. But either way, side scrollers <laughs> like um Shovel Knight. I use D pad. Josh, I'm gonna guess yeah, I, I use for dust. I'm gonna guess I use the analog stick. I still understand that. that. Yeah. But I, I heard this before too on like a, another podcast and and they were complaining about the three sixty D pad. It's bad. I mean that's I'm not gonna argue that. It's bad. Uh but it's weird because I never used it for anything. It's like, bad, but I never used it either. Yeah, like, I never even thought to use it. That's why I got one of the new controllers when it came out, because I used the D-pad fairly often. Mm. Yeah, you had that during, like, the Halo Reach days, I think. Yeah. The little, the twisty, you could it Yeah, yeah, for 360, right? Yes. Yeah, I never bought one of yeah. those. The, uh, the ODST controller, I think, came like that. That came with ODST. Maybe not. I don't think so. No. I think you're reaching on that one. Another <laughs> Halo Reach. reference. Yeah, but um, yes, D pad. If you don't use yeah, D pad, so you're, you're wrong. So you should use the analog stick. <laughs> yeah, you're a D pad, Josh. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the only other thing about Twilight Princess I wanted to say was it, I have my first amiibo. <laughs> nice. Um, because uh, that that game has a bundle with a Wolf Link and Midna amiibo that they're nice. Like, Amiibos are nice quality. I bought the Samus one because I think it's cool. Yeah, like, they're... I'm keeping it. They're solid. They're painted well. Like, yep. they're cool. and They're the, nice little pieces of art. I wanted to play Twilight Princess again someday at some point, so it was perfect to get it on Wii U. Because they made minor improvements. It's obviously in widescreen now. Uh, it looks a little sharper. It runs better. But it came with the... It came with the, um, the Amiibo... And that amiibo you can use in Breath of the Wild in a fun way. Like, you can just bring in Wolf Link to run around with you in Breath of the Wild. So that sounded fun, and I'll, it didn't cost any more to get this version of Twilight Princess. So I have Good an amiibo call. now, and it's funny. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? it? It adds... the. I was playing it when Josh got here, but it adds a little... It adds, like, a challenge dungeon kind of thing to Twilight Princess that... The first part I played of it was really lame, but I'll probably do them. I don't know. Okay, so this you could get Twilight Princess without the amiibo. Yes. But then you don't get this this mode. Right. So essentially, I didn't know amiibos hold back actual content. content. Yeah, they're DL they're like DLC. I thought it was yeah. all just like cosmetic and gimmicky stuff that the game's added. Well, it depends on the game too because I don't like that. Oh no! It, I'm all. surprised you didn't know that. Yeah, it's, PDLC yeah. physical downloadable content. It's basic. Yeah, that's basically all it is, and that's all it's all. That's what it was from the very beginning. The plan for it. Um, I don't know. I don't care because Twilight Princess, you just got it versus buying it separately. There are other ones that work with Twilight Princess, but I'm not gonna get them. I don't give a shit. Um, but most game, most of the the thing with Amiibo is that most games don't do anything with them. Like it, they're very they're basically useless for a lot of games. They're just a gimmick. Yeah, so so the whole 
the whole locking out content content thing doesn't matter that much because it's not really that crazy of content. I don't know. The coolest thing I think that they do them with is Super Smash Brothers, where you level it up. It's like a yeah, Pokemon, right. Isn't that and, it, and it makes it hard as shit. I don't think Splatoon has amiibo support. Oh, it ha- they have amiibos, but I don't think they do anything. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I had no idea. I played Splatoon again the other day, and Splatoon's a really good game, by the way. It's, it, it is. I beat Mario Galaxy, and I was like, I haven't played Splatoon in a while. I'm going to go back and check that out because I didn't do a lot of the single-player stuff in Splatoon. And it's it's a Mario game where you're collecting stars, only Splatoon is its own little spin on it, and you do platforming levels that are fun, and you collect shit, and it's cool. That game's real cool. I hope they make another one on the NX. So contra- contrary to, to what we often come across as, we don't hate Nintendo. There I, are I redeeming love, things. I yeah. love having a Wii U. I'm super yeah. glad I bought one. Oh, if, if Nick, they ever became a publisher and just put their games on Xbox or PlayStation, like I would they totally should, play Like them. they should do, yeah. Yeah, they you, make You're going to think games. I'm kidding. I checked Wii U prices the other day. Yeah, I... You should, Dude, I would love to have Super Smash Bros. I don't think they're ever going to go lower than 250 until, at least until the NX. Expensive. The NX like, comes I am out. not paying three hundred for a Wii U. Get the hell out of here with it. I I I did the three hundred and it came with Mario Kart. So well, and you yeah. got it forever ago though. No, I got like, it. I got it this past Christmas. Okay, forever was a stupid statement. Yeah, but six months ago, especially when the system is coming to a halt, and I don't know if you guys read, they're gonna stop production soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, so for sure, yeah. So like, come on, give me two fifty and then maybe. So I feel like you can get it for two fifty. Yeah, you can't. You just have to pay attention. That happens. Wait for a sale. Yeah. 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 I'll never Maybe. Have one. Well, no, because you wouldn't. You'd have to get rid of it. No, you wouldn't get any money for it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I love well. my Wii U. Basically. Yep. I still have plenty to use it for too. Waste of space. I'm gonna, I'm planning to get the Metroid Prime refresh, too. Okay. Now that's another reason for me to get it. I could play Corruption. Right. And um. It's all in one package. They released the trilogy, and, like, obviously, yeah. again, it's going to be in widescreen and stuff. So, like, yeah. Alex, remember playing I need multiplayer? To, I need to quit my job and just replay old games. Yeah. I, ju- I should just enjoy I, life. I, th- I think you should do that. That's a good move, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. If only it was that easy. Yes, if, if only. only. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Oh, good. So it was important. Mm-hmm. Everything we talk about is important. I don't know about you, but video games are the only reason I live. <laughs> live. <laughs> I hate video games. Good call. Does anything, any news come out, really? No. That, that's, I was looking. It's post-E3. It's, it's kind of dead right now. I'll have a lot to talk about coming up, though, just because I bought, like, six games on the Steam sale. <laughs> so. Your never-ending list of titles on Steam. Well, I actually had narrowed it, slimmed it down a lot at this point. Nice. Um, and and Witcher was a huge time suck once again for the third time. Yeah. So like I'm done with Witcher for now. Um, That's really sad to say. I'm done with. Dude, Witcher. I'm very upset about it. I teared up. It, it had a good. It had a good goodbye. It was really good. Yeah, dude. Whenever something like that is done, it sucks. Yeah, and I love Geralt. Like I just love his character. So like that was. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's over. So. And it sucked. The thing that's real stupid is I put all this time into putting in, like, mod... Not time, but, like, I finally modded this damn game. And I should have done it so long ago. Because, like, all the quality of life things are amazing. 
I, I downloaded one that um refreshed like some of the textures of stuff. That game already looks beautiful, but this just like enhanced it a little bit more, and that's awesome. Yeah. And holy shit, the armor I could beat off to it. <laughs> Witcher gear, Witcher gear. It's so good looking. It's just so good looking. And not even just the armor, the clothing in general. The amount of everybody detail they looks put into so. It. it looks so good. I can't, I can't believe it. I'm gonna be blown away because I like Inquisition's armor Dude, and clothing. Yes, that was always one of the things with Dragon Age. Yep. Is I yep. love the armors in Dragon Age because you're yep. sitting there looking at them in conversation. Yeah, Witcher is the next level of that. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say, and they so probably cool. look like crap comparatively. I also love how Inquisitions look good. Depending on who you equip them on, it adapts to that species. Yep. Like Canaries. Yep. Like, or Canari, rather. I love how it, they just have, like, those baggy pants and, like, a shoulder straps, like, across their chest. I think that looks so cool. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I love it. Witcher's so good. It's just so good. I almost want to put Blood and Wine on my Game of the Year list. Why can't you? I put... It, I, yeah. I could. I don't know. I'll I probably allow will. it. We'll Do see. it. Put the same th same thing as putting the Taken King. Yeah, I guess you list. did. You did do that. A lot of people did that. What's Destiny? A lot of people did do that. You're right. <laughs> it was good. it was good. fantastic. Yeah, it changed the game. What is Destiny though? I haven't played it forever. I don't know. I don't I don't know what game you're talking about. I haven't played Overwatch for a huh? while either. I haven't played Overwatch in a while either. But I knew that would happen. That's. You guys want to buy the division? What? What's that? Huh? <laughs> did somebody say something? No. Okay, well then in that case... Man, I'd really like to know their player base. Who cares? There's going to be another one anyway. It's sold really well. And a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking stupid. Division movie? Yeah. Supposedly Jake Vomit. Gyllenhaal's the head. Oh my god, that wasn't a joke? No. No, it's that's real. Yeah. They announced the D3. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to close on that? Yeah, we should, yeah, we I'm should done. close on that. Bad Ubisoft, Ubisoft the movie. Uh coming 2018 uh because oh there are three ubisoft franchise movies coming out assassin's creed watchdogs and the division how crazy is that the film industry is out of control. it's done i hate it because there's yeah. so much damn money behind it yeah yeah so okay. listeners do not support garbage like that but anyway yep. thanks for listening uh you can find us every week uh mondays on itunes soundcloud every podcast service everywhere um, get at us on Twitter and Instagram at 2v1podcast be on the lookout for some free codes we'll be doing that in the next coming week you didn't give away on Instagram you didn't give away the bloodstain one yet right no oh I'm actually supposed to do that yeah I meant oh that. yeah we weren't joking yeah so um, <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> oh so, I see. why would I have sent it yeah so look I, I, don't, I don't know yeah wow Dan. that's funny <laughs> All right, well, shit. Yeah, so uh, look out for a Bloodstained PC demo. I want to give a shout-out real quick. To what? To our friend, and I think still listener, Tommy. He's yeah. been on the show. He's been playing Super Meat Boy. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> hey, dude, you got to give Yaley a shout-out. He's oh, loving it. Oh, I didn't see him. Oh, I didn't know he's been playing he's, it, too. Good. He is loving it. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody plays so. Super Meat Boy and don't use the D-pad. Hey, I downloaded Yo, it. You gotta use it. That is totally a D-pad. That game. is totally not a D-pad game. Yes, it is. You know why? Because I was better than you and I did not no, use the D-pad. No, fuck off. Listen, any, <laughs> hey, any game. Okay, I started playing it. Let me play it again and just see what I do. Okay, and actually, I'll get back to you guys. Oh, also, what button? What run button do you use? No, because Josh also played it wrong that way too. I, don't tell me. Don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, just well, I'm curious. 
Yeah. I'd also like to know from Tommy and Yaley. Here's my here's my argument, real quick I'll argument. I'll do it though. the right way. <laughs> here's my quick argument on why these 2D games use the D-pad is because you don't need to worry about the different directional angles. You know, you need to know up, down, forward, and back. So why, I waste, why waste going around? I disagree because uh, Super Meat Boy is very dependent on air control. Which you can still yeah, do. Yeah, I with want D-pad. precision. It's better, in the it's better air. with an analog stick. I already know I use analog. All right, would you would you play NES games with an analog stick? You can't. Would you? No. Would shut you? up. Shut, no, shut up. That, that, that is that's not a good argument. That's yes, a, that is. is a horrible. I'm leaving. Analogy. I'm leaving. I'm sending you my thing. track, Nick. That is not the same thing. <laughs> Alex, imagine playing Car- Maximum Carnage with a. What What are you talking yeah, the game, about? The game was not designed to take diagonal movement as precise as Bloodstained. Same or idea. Whatever shit. So, no, just shut up. Bye. <laughs> jo- Josh is fired. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>